You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I mean, Braden had a bubble, and I can just look at it from here until it's crooked. Dude, so. the bubble's like... I think is the bu- it? Yeah, yeah, the bubble is... It does look very crooked from here. I might be wrong. Yo, hey, so. it's crooked, boy. Anyways, I got this beaver <laughs> that I want to talk about. Uh, I was up here. <coughs> Derek, Derek came in, and I'd been meeting with investors, and I came downstairs, and he's like, hey, I got something for you. And he hands it to me. I was like, dude, this is a beautiful piece of work. You sure you want to leave this here? And he's like, well, I got four more in my freezer. <laughs> yeah. And I came up here, and I, I told these investors. I was like, hey, have you guys ever eaten beaver? <laughs> oh, no. And, and uh, they all just kind of, like, look around. And uh, I was like, because one of our guys brought in his beaver. And I said, tell him about it. They're like, wait, you were serious, right? I was like, yeah, it's really good, actually. You can make barbecue with it. And uh, I said, their diet, you know, it's, it's pretty uh, – pretty wholesome they don't eat anything too rancid and no. it's actually like really good so we should tell the listeners that brad is holding a beaver skull I right am, now i am holding a beaver oh, skull yeah. um, not a whole beaver. not whatever else your dirty minds went to. yeah <laughs> come yeah. on guys you're sliding off camera come back over here um eric is getting further and further away from me the more <laughs> yes. bob is the more the beaver skull <laughs> around. Is getting no man these things are gnarly uh, i wanted you to tell just real quick like what'd you do to clean this because it is immaculate like I've, I've done a lot of um your, your old mounts and never get them this good. So what'd you do? Yeah. So the, obviously you, you start, step one is trap a beaver. Oh, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're so going to start from you, the beginning. Yeah. After you do get that, in your truck, then go you, set a trap. Step one, yeah. <laughs> the beaver gets conceived. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Millions of years ago. <laughs> Walk me through it. Yeah. So you get your beaver home. Um, you're going to skin it out. Obviously. Um, you're going to, I take the head whole. I mean, still with meat, everything on it. I know some people will, sorry. Oh, you're good. Some people will, clean them even more from there but i'll just take the beaver after the head's off and i'll just stick it in the freezer and usually it stays there for the entirety of winter and i usually don't start messing with it until spring or summer when trapping season's over and i got time so that gives you some frame of context where this has been sitting in a freezer for a while um slow cooker just like cooking wild game slow cooker is your best friend with this here beaver Throw them in there with some uh, Dawn dish soap or anything like that. Water, let it sit on low for as long as it takes. Um, I'll check it periodically. Usually after four to six hours, I'll start checking it the first time. When you can start pulling large, you know, sections of meat off of it, obviously do that. Clean everything else off. If you did that beforehand, I'm sure it would speed the process up. 
in the slow cooker, but does it smell bad? No, not really. Um, I mean, if you're worried about that, you can throw it outside. Um, but you freeze it before it like turns. So like, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, not it's like not bad. It's bad just bad like meat. you were cooking a piece of meat, really. Mm-hmm. Um, the only, and I will let them thaw a little bit. You could just throw it in the slow cooker, frozen, mm-hmm. which is just going to add more time. But right. yeah, slow cooker until all your big large muscle groups come off. Basically, does that fat gristle up on it like a deer skull does? Mm, a little bit, but not as bad with yeah. these guys. Maybe um, that's why I think it's so clean because like getting that stuff off a of deer mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. But it doesn't boil off really. No, yeah, well, I mean, mine don't. <laughs> Deers. Yeah, I mean, he was just gonna let me think. He that. was. He no, was. I mean, it's not easy, and, and it's there's a lot. Even with this guy, I mean, after I boil it off and all that, I take it outside, and I'm gonna hit it with a high pressure hose, something like that. Some guys will use a pressure washer. I've been afraid to do that. I'm yeah. afraid it's gonna like damage it. Mm-hmm. But you don't take your fireman hose to it. No, no inch and three quarter attack line or anything like that. But hit it with. You know, just a high-pressure garden hose. But now how much of that came apart and you glued it back together? Yeah, so this bottom jaw, you can see that yeah. right there, that comes apart. So this will be in two pieces. You're gonna Teeth are going to come out. you got to keep track of those, um, even these large teeth, which you need to take those out anyways when you're doing it because there's tissue way back uh, where yeah. their teeth grow that you need to clean out. That um, was a cool thing you were telling me about, mm-hmm. just like their teeth grow like – in a half circle yeah. and they're continuously like sharpening them and all this but you showed me the picture of it all broken oh, down oh so those teeth break off and they just keep growing their teeth continuously grow their That's whole the, life they're self-sharpening really? and it's they, crazy the way they touch each other when they close their mouth it self-sharpens it's kind of similar to a pig right like boar, don't boars like continually their, possibly, their tusks grow possibly. I think their tusks keep growing yeah don't possibly I don't know about that I just, one I'm not I'm saying say yes you know no. it wouldn't be a, a go wild episode if we didn't say something ridiculous that that's people true. can make yeah, fun yeah. of us afterwards so. yeah, absolutely yeah, totally false but those, those top <laughs> I'm just kidding those <laughs> top teeth were like that long I mean it's they're like yeah, way so back I mean, in their melon you can kind of see with how the skull shape so do those there. come out when you boil it mm-hmm. and then you just kind of slide out like a yep. like a, normally when I do a deer you know you're losing like this nasal cavity piece comes off yep. you know and sometimes with the beaver skull that will stay on for me um sometimes actually this one it did stay on but I broke it off to clean all that mm-hmm. nose cartilage cartilage out and stuff um, what's the rule on that with euro mounts because I see some like this one over here I clean mm-hmm. the cartilage out and I know some people don't some people don't some people do what, I don't uh, think what, there's a right there, or wrong not a taste thing people are like Ew, you didn't clean your you i'm know. sure somebody somewhere some does it start to smell like well no it's just more that? it's more like presentation more it's presentation but it's also like there's there's a purist attitude with mm-hmm. the i'm not saying people are snobby when they leave it in there mm-hmm. uh but it is very difficult to clean all that oh yeah so sometimes i just take it out oh yeah and i usually do too um but yeah, no, you can't tell. I mean, I'm sure you've never looked at mine over there and been like, "Oh my God, Brad took his cartilage." Out. Derek probably did, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> but yeah, no, you just hit it with the hose, clean all that off, and then it's elbow, you know, grease at that point. You, I take a a brush, not like a wire brush, because that's gonna leave marks, but just like a real stiff, like a toothbrush. Yeah, like uh, if you, when you go to the grocery store, you know they have like the soft and the medium, mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. definitely want something on that. How, on how uh, you need, okay, so a little, little rougher, but uh, mm-hmm. how much time do you have into that skull? Not counting trapping it. Not counting trapping it and just time of just it sitting it. in a crock pot, but just like actual Actually, like hands-on work with Out this of the thing. freezer to done, how many hours did you put in? Not counting the time in the crock pot, I would say three to four hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, do, you th- do you do that to every one of them? 
I try to. I mean, these are so cool. They're I mean, cool. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's like it's a yeah. sh- it's just shame to throw one out. And yeah. crock pot, you could probably fit four or five in there, right? Yeah. The only issue you're gonna have oh, then, then is when gonna, the teeth start yeah, falling out. Then it's like a puzzle. I've seen where guys <laughs> will like put them in like cheesecloth bags and then put oh, yeah, multiples there in there so it keeps everything together yeah, you with could, each uh, one. There you go. I wonder if you could use a. Um, a sous vide bag too probably because mm. they withstand yeah. heat right yeah i mean that's what they're for yeah. i i started watching that Dahmer thing on netflix <laughs> last night so oh i boy. am now imagining uh someone walking into Derek's house with like crock pots full of skulls oh yeah, and boy. then like all these skulls everywhere and like different array of weird lampshades yeah 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 you would have appreciated at the retreat, Derek. They found a deer skull, mm-hmm. and they were just going to leave it. And I'm like, oh, no, that no. comes back. <laughs> we, don't, yeah. we don't leave had, skulls. Yeah. No, it had, like, meat on it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And Clean it that smelled yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I may have been in my swimming trunks, but I did have my knife, and I'm out there sawing it yeah, up. And, like, yeah. you know. We as, were all. As one does. We were in the water, and Brad's over there, like, getting meat off, and it's just. I mean, Drifting bias. Yeah. face. There was I'm, no meat left. I'm with Brad on this one. Yeah. I'd yeah. have been over there helping him. I was out there washing it in the water, <laughs> trying to get that softened up, and cutting yep. it off. And then I then I made a mistake. I put it we were outside, mm-hmm. so I couldn't smell it. I put it in my fishing bag. <laughs> yep. And then at one point my hat ended up in my fishing bag. I th- oh, it's because they gave me that captain's hat. So I put my Go Wild hat in there with that thing, and it got l- closed up and heated because uh, uh, yeah. we weren't really fishing. So all that sitting in there baking. And then I get home. Um, or was it home? Or I think it might have been when I got back to the, uh, the, the house. So at some point... I realized the mistake I'd made. I opened it up, and it is just death, dude. It you is so had. bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I washed the hat, uh, but I had to immediately get that skull into a trash bag. Yeah. All right. Thanks for telling us about your beaver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only thing after that is just the whitening process once you get all the What'd you do with that? Up. The peroxide? Yeah, so I do, I'll do. i do a two-step process, and I don't know how necessary the first step is, but I'll put it back in the crock pot, obviously clean all that water, soap everything out, clean crock pot water, and just normal hydrogen peroxide with it without the teeth or without the I'll front throw teeth. everything no Even the front? you won't change those really yeah that's a iron coating that's on those teeth for oh. protection and i'm sure there's something out there that will change those but i've never figured it out okay it's um, cool it's kind of part of the beaver yeah, yeah. but i'll throw it in crock pot um you can take those teeth out because they'll be out at that point anyways yeah you so can you just, just leave, leave it out. out but just the bone throw it in there with regular hydrogen peroxide and let it sit for a few hours then i'll pull it out let it dry and then i use that salon grade yeah do you pe- make a paste out of that it, so the stuff i use pretty is thick. already yeah, like mine's a paste. Pretty thick too. yeah and i just use a brush and just brush it on and then i'll sometimes put that with like baking soda so it like mm-hmm. brushes on heavy mm-hmm. um i don't know if that helps but i let it sit on it too yeah i know some people say put it on there and then wash it off or something i just let it sit i let it dry mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and then you just actually will reconstruct it before I do that, but still have the two top and bottom pieces separate so I can hit everywhere and then glue it back together when it's done and you're good to go. Cool. That's it. When, when you unlog this, you can tell us all the things we're doing wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a pretty good no, looking. Der- Derek, Derek did a great job. I, I He gave this to us and I was like, dude, this is awesome. I'm definitely putting this up in the conference right. room. Like I said, I got four more just yeah. from last trapping season. I love so, it. That's, so I keep them all and I usually don't know what to do with all of them. Yeah. So. Well, I get lazy. Like some of the stuff I haven't even cleaned up that much. There's just skulls laying over on the shelves over here that you can't see in the, that's on in the podcast footage. <laughs> so uh, I've got a few more I'm bringing in soon. I heard you did stuff. Yep. I did stuff. Um, yeah, opening bow season was October 1st, so Saturday. And um, so the hurricane in Florida, like, just threw the wind all out of whack around here, um, which has been really cool talking about on Built Wild. I'll, I'll get there and 
learned a ton. So basically, we hunt like a lot of southwest wind. Like that's pretty consistent for us up in our spots, and uh, that's what we scouted for. Um, and so lesson learned there. But um, everything was a northeast wind. And so looking at our spots, we had scouted and like set up. We have one like fixed stand, but other places where we've got a bunch of cameras out and we've like, you know, okay, this is how the deer move. This is where we want to sit. Like, you know, bucks are going to be in these areas. This is high traffic doe areas. Oh, that's just like out of the window. So like we spent all this time scouting and planning and doing all this stuff. And it's like, well, we don't have a spot for Northeast wind. Um, so just basically like looked at the wind where it was on some some of our maps and some of the public joints we hunt and we're like okay well we've hunted this place um for turkey season uh derek was there actually I with tell us exactly where you all based off of phil yeah. in your pictures <laughs> yeah and um that's the place where we found the poacher uh that's interesting yeah um so i never really like hunting there just it's kind of eerie there's just like there's just buck skulls with like clearly sawed off uh <gasps> antlers yeah. <laughs> everywhere like For we found we didn't find the poacher we found yeah 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 signs of poaching signs of poaching yeah um yeah, so you got a poaching graveyard yeah basically like where he dumps i have a theory as to what's mm. going on there yeah yeah we, we won't it's get a pretty good yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh so we found like at least eight to ten skulls there uh which is a bummer but i don't, I don't like it's just kind of eerie and weird but um so tell we dnr I feel like uh, I feel like this is like, maybe I shouldn't be going into this on a podcast on what we're doing, but right. not yeah. us. But I mean, like the, start opening a case on a podcast. But I feel right. like this is like a maybe called DNR. Almost. Yeah, we probably shouldn't get into it. Okay. Um. So, anywho, we're there. And just for the record, not we'll talk afterwards, but not because you're doing anything. You're finding these. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, you just left that out there. You're like, I don't want to talk about it. But I mean, that's because no. you guys are finding these. Somebody's yeah. poaching. Yeah. 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 This is not our dumb site. <laughs> We've got a better spot than yeah. that. <laughs> wow. Just kidding. Um, so yeah, we're hunting there, and it's a it's a really good setup because it's like there's some power lines um, and some clearing that we could really hunt either side. So we had. We had roughly scouted it during turkey season, like, okay, cool, here's here's some, like, you know, some potential here. Um, and so we picked the opposite side we had planned to hunt. I was going to say, um, why can't you just move? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it made it pretty straightforward. Um, the wind blew into an area that um, had a lot of pines and stuff like that. So we, we felt pretty confident that, like, even if they were coming from the other way, we could, we could still have deer activity behind us. Um, uh, but primarily we were looking out into a power line about – 20 yards in the woods line from the power line so that you know if they if they were coming our direction i was going to let them continue down the path i had basically two paths going on either side of my tree um but there was also a route running just like straight down the middle of the the power line um that i figured was the most likely scenario that a, a deer would roll through um so basically we hike in i'm like red light walking in phil uses a green light and we had um, Phil's stepbrother, Owen, with us, who's 14. Um, and uh, he just kind of likes tagging along. This is like his first season really hunting. And so that's cool. Um, and so he's following us in. We, we get there, and the plan was I'm going to find a tree. There's kind of a hill, and then Phil and Owen are going to find a tree, and the two of them went up a tree together. I was going to go up my own. So where we're hunting, like I said, is in a bunch of pines. So the trees to climb, like, up you know, 18 ish mm. feet are kind of hard to find. So I find this like 
very skinny oak, but like about as skinny as I would, you know, go to, to climb. And I'm looking up and I'm like, you know, red light still. And I'm like, okay, you know, that goes up pretty high. Like this is, this is a good tree. Just tons of limbs like intersecting basically is all I can see. It's like oak goes up into a bunch of intersecting limbs. So I was like, okay. So Phil and Owen go away. I start climbing the tree, got my first stick on. I've got like, this is my first time really using my full system that I've been planning and working on for, you know, a while now. And I'm excited about it. I'm rolling up the tree. I get my second stick on. I'm halfway up. I reach back for my third stick and the top part of the tree goes (laughs) and falls down behind me. Like, just like, didn't hit my back, but got about as close as it could. And I look up and... I am essentially climbing a pole. Like, there's no other, <laughs> like, and it only goes up about 25 feet. How far up so, are you? Second stick on, like, the, the second um, step of the second stick. So, like, I mean. I'm guessing 10. I was going to say 10. Okay. Yeah, 10 feet. So, it's not like, you know, death is a concern, but injury uh, is having a, a tree fall. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That having that a tree fall. Dead. Yep. It's minor, minor yeah. issue. Yeah. Um, so then promptly climb down that tree. <laughs> Let's just say, surely to God, you didn't hunt this, this pole. Nope. Nope. Um, considered it, not like to actually do it, but just like out of frustration that like, dang it, I'm in here. I know that Phil and Owen are just about up. Uh, and um, Phil, we got kind of a late start because Phil, being a cool dude, went and sharpened my broad, broadheads for me. And so he had all three of my hunting arrows, got all the way to my house, realized he didn't have them turned around <laughs> went and got those so we're already like against the clock you know before shooting light i'm like dang it like you know and so anyway climb down uh, get into <laughs> another tree the other tree ends up being like a whole lot better because it was about not eight, dying that that also about eight yards closer to the clearing um and still on like a couple of good paths out um, so get climbed up and I'm set in that tree about the same time that Phil and Owen are set in theirs, which I was really excited about because like the system I was using, like, I, I mean, it was really smooth. Like I'm really excited with how it went. Um, I was kind of worried cause I had like so many ropes. I had taken the ropes off of my sticks, um, except for one and like put them in my bag, like my dump pouch. So like I had a layer of just like all these ropes and cam buckles and stuff in my bag and I was worried they'd get all jumbled up. They didn't. I mean, I just, I was kind of just rolling and, and got up the tree really well. Um, and, uh, so I'm set, they're set, we're hanging out. Um, sun yeah. comes, see what you did there. Yeah. Mm. Pun intended. Strong. Um, and so, yeah, they, they, you know, text me like, we're set, I'm set, we're good. Told them, but I almost died. And then um, we're just, you know, quiet, letting the sun rise. It's, you know, everything every hunter, like, dreams about. All you, I mean, it's just watch the woods wake up, you hear the birds start chirping, squirrels are running around. Like, it's just golden. So then get a text from Phil. Um, we have... Uh, oh, first he said, Owen says he saw a deer coming your way. Um, and how so, far, how far away are they? They're probably, I mean, they're probably like 80 yards away. Okay. So like, they're basically hunting one side, like the hill kind of goes up and I'm on one side of the hill. They're on the other side. We can see each other. Oh, were, okay. you, were you, uh, what was your game plan here? Take a doe? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 I'm, I'm I not, didn't know where. Yeah. I know so, you guys got all these different places and plans. Yeah. And oh yeah. Yeah. So it's like listening to a tactical book. Yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah it's crazy, but we yeah. love it. The, uh, the Jocko Willink of deer over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
he, he probably would kill deer. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so this place, I mean, just being that the wind was what it was, it was kind of just like, we need to get out and, you know, like see some deer and do our thing. And, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to pass up a, a nice six point. Like uh, I'm, I'm shooting a six point and you can maybe do you get uh, one, I, one buck tag in Indiana. So I bought a deer bundle, which is either two doe and one antlered or three doe. And then I'm hunting another joint, a private that I can draw extra doe tags. So I can kill, I think a total of like six deer, but one antlered, year. one antlered. Yep. Um, so, I mean, I don't really discriminate. Like I'm, I'm in no position to be, you know, passing up what any woman could consider like an average or you know decent buck um and so just basically if it's brown it's down this morning like if we could string together seeing <clears> here <throat> that'd be great and so owen sees a doe and it's kind of just like milling around like in the middle of the the telephone pole like cut out basically clearing and he's coming my way or she's coming my way um i'm like okay cool um you know i'm just sitting here waiting so kind of like you know, position myself on the tree to like have a good shot to where I don't have to move a ton, um, to shoot out of the woods into the clearing. And I had it like at about 30 yards, which, um, I mean, that's as far as I'm comfortable. Um, especially like just, I don't yeah. know. I mean, that's most people. Yeah. 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 Um, and with, you know, broadheads and stuff like that, like I, I really haven't gotten much farther out than that to feel confident. So, um, uh, yeah, so I'm just waiting and I, I kind of hear it moving. Um, and we never, we never saw it again. It, it just, I think it turned the opposite direction and went basically with the wind at her nose straight into the woods, which, you know, makes sense. Um, and left us. And then I get a text from Phil. We've got a, a huge Yodi at 15 yards. So downwind of us, which doing the same thing we're doing downwind of the deer, um, rolling parallel to that telephone Yodi? Line coyote oh <laughs> song dog i for i thought you and phil had some like star wars nickname for deer like yoda uh, but, oh that's funny sorry uh, i've heard him called yotes but i've never really heard the, the yodi all right gotcha coyotes um and so then after that we we basically were were quiet i mean we didn't hear or see anything um and so you know about 10 o'clock we're like this is dead like we're we're gonna climb down um and I have been really wanting to do like some more like aggressive um, like scouting or like deer pursuit basically. Um, So like if you watch the hunting public or whatever, like Zach Farinbaugh is like super adamant on like, you must go bump bucks. Like if you are not bumping bucks, you don't know what's too close to, to them. Like a lot of people will scout and like while they're actively hunting, like get to a position and be like, Oh, this is very, you know, deary. I don't want to get, any closer because i don't want to bump this buck like i don't want to you know miss this opportunity it's like well you're on public land like it's not it's not yours you're not like naming and growing and shooting deer like get out there bump some move some bucks around figure out like how close you can get like what what is the what is sign what is an what is a buck bed what does all this stuff actually look like and so you can start to grow your instinct and so that's what me and Phil and Owen did we we walked along a we kind of like while we were sitting in the stand um, or leaning on the platform, I don't know, uh, planned a basically like aggressive movement towards where we could potentially find a buck, um, and just, you know, pull a rabbit out of the hat. Like this is just, you know, way out of our depth, but you kind of got to do this stuff to figure it out. 
And so we're going to walk this field edge, like a private field edge, through the the poached graveyard um, and found a, a creek. And I was like, dude, we need to just, like, if we can go find a rub, one rub on that creek, like, we can start to dissect it and see if we can, you know, piece this thing together. So we get up there, and sure enough, we're following, like, deer tracks and nothing crazy big. Um, and, you know, we get to the creek, and boom, there's a fresh rub like night night before or morning of like right there on a on a skinny tree so we're like okay let's like look around can we find another one so we're following the creek boom find another one all right cool uh you know like let's you can start to piece together a direction you know like they were it was moving like this so then it kind of veered off to the right off the creek boom find another one all right here we go you know and then boom we found a deer highway so like okay you know that's not great for like a buck but you know like there's clearly a lot of deer moving through here looking and off to the left boom another rub so we start going over there fresh deer poop like morning of deer poops so like all right like let's you know keep following this and you just kind of keep like piecing together these little things and start learning more and more and more thinking about okay the wind's moving this way da da da, da. so we get back there and we're like man there's, it's just trampled like there's obvious bedding sign and i'm like phil like we are bumping this buck like we're not going to shoot like the odds we have a chance to shoot it like we're going to go try and bump this thing out of its bed like that's the only goal what what is the goal for that like were you going to shoot it that day or you the idea was you were going to find where it was and then come back another day so i mean it depends um but really it's just about like getting in the game like okay there's a buck here like i saw a buck that I would like to kill mm-hmm. depending on where it goes and the topography. Like if it's flat, sometimes you bump a buck and it'll run, you know, way out of range. But mm-hmm. if you're in its bedroom, like if you bumped it one time, the chances it comes back around that area are pretty high. So you're thinking like, okay, I might bump it, but then like kind of stake up around here and it might come back. Yeah. So you could look and okay. like say, okay, there's a ridge over there. Like there's a good chance he ran up and is now chilling on top of that ridge. So now we can maybe reroute and go try and, like, take a more, like, um, you know, stalking position mm-hmm. to, like, try to kill it. I mean, this is all... It's like running gun deer. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and where we were hunting was not very flat. So, like, there's a chance that he went and got into a more, like, you know, comfortable, safe position in his in his mind. Okay. Um, but, you know, just all stuff we'd never really done before and mm-hmm. just trying to figure this thing out and... We get back there, and he he wasn't where we thought he would be, um, but we kind of, like, looped around, and, like, I'm seeing rubs, like, basically in a circle, which is another thing I've heard some some guys talk about, Um, and we found, like, huge buck sign, um, like, very clear, or or buck tracks, like, going down this muddy kind of trail, like, very obviously, he was there that morning, Um, so... You know, we we know we we think we found a buck bed. You know, it was a crappy <laughs> weather day. We didn't see him. Um, and then the evening we hunted um, a cornfield, uh, and I saw nothing. But Phil and Owen saw a six point um, that did not come into range. But you know, we're just kind of piecing it together and trying to figure all this stuff out. And fun first day. Fun first day. Mm-hmm. You know, next weekend will be better. Got a lot of seasons still. Yeah, a yeah. lot a lot better wind next weekend we think we'll be able to go to some of our spots but i had a 10 point sleep in front of one of my cell cams um you've got sucks well i'll, I'll shut up but yeah <laughs> i'll shut up because brayden wants me not to say things um <laughs> but anyways uh i'm jealous I'm, I'm hoping to get out soon I'm, I'm trying to finish tuning up my bow 
I kind of ran into some snags, as I said last show, but I think I'm getting through that. So hoping to get out soon. I think I might have to sneak out some during the week because my lifestyle right mm-hmm. now, just too much going on. Um, I've, I'm looking through even Modern Gun, and I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I got two of the three weekends. I'm, I've got stuff going on, so I'm like, I'm going to have to go out during the week, which sometimes if it, uh, I, I prefer because it gets so crazy around here mm-hmm. on the week. After opening weekend, I usually mm-hmm. like to sneak out before – the weekend again, like yeah. go Thursday, uh, you know, because it's less dependent on moon and all that stuff at that point. It's usually pretty good rut mm-hmm. time. You know, I think actually the rut's supposed to hit right at that weekend, Erica said, according to Spartan Forge. So we shall see. Hand me your water bottle. I want to talk about something real quick. Um, we're about to drop uh, some new Go Wild gear. It's been a little bit since we've had some stuff on the platform. Um, we have two things going up uh, soonish. Uh, so I'll just say, I guess by the time this goes up, they may even be close to going on. Uh, the first is these this really cool. Wa- I hope you don't mind me touching your water bottle. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> that's like my favorite thing ever. Yeah, uh, that, that you can do this on these these wild gear bottles. They are engraved with the Go Wild logo. Um, they come in an olive and a black. Uh, I don't know what they're going to sell for, but um, pretty good rate compared to a normal wild gear bottle. That thing also, I don't know if you realize the the hook. You can put a rope through yep. and like, just like a boat tie. Use it this weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's perfect for a backpack. Um, I I love that thing. Have, did you get one? No, I'm gonna have to get you one. Oh, uh, yeah, I accidentally <laughs> skipped over. You, well, you weren't with us at the retreats when yeah, I handed them out. I'll get you one. Um, those are going live. We also have just in time for the season a new whitetail shirt, the Gray Ghost. Which oh, I, it's so cool. It <laughs> is. It is awesome. It's a it's a collab with Federal. Uh, it is the uh, it's a tribute to the bucks we all. Th- saw or thought we saw in the morning uh donovan sears co-founder go wild designed this thing it has metallic ink on it yeah which is awesome and we made like a hundred i think they're very limited limited it's a limited run and so you hear a hundred you should know that means in your size like maybe 10 or 15 yeah because we don't order the same dan bases it on what he thinks will sell so uh uh order when they launch um i don't know how long those will be around i think federal might even be promoting them so yeah. they could be gone quick um we're also selling some of the, is your hat on the just Our, just mine yeah yours is so we've got a uh, partnered with eric clark to get uh OKS hunter a uh, little test run of his stuff up on the go Wild store too so yeah in addition to that, we also dropped like 5,000 new products on the <laughs> no site. Big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the swag things are fun, but um, we people have been begging, begging, begging for more gear. And I've been saying it's coming, and I started to feel like a liar because I realized it's, this has taken longer than I said it would. Um, it turns out adding hundreds of thousands of things to your store is hard. We, uh, we launched it last week, and um, it went mostly smooth. I've had some people email me uh, with some, you know, different things that were kind of uh, off on pricing. But all that's up. Tons of new archery stuff. Tons of new hunting gears hitting this week. We'll add another. By the time you're hearing this, war, I've already added around ten to 15,000 more products. We have more brands coming. I think I can say that Badlands will have, like, a full lineup of Badlands soon. Um, Spy Point will be adding more of their cameras. And many more brands to come. We'll be opening up fishing pretty significantly over the winter. So, Keep tapping that shop tab. Yeah, there's a lot new sights, tree stands, crossbows. Like if you go to the shop tab, hit the categories, look at them all. That's it for us today. This is Brad Luttrell, Erica Johnson, Derek Tolls, and Braden Ware. Thanks, guys.